In this episode, I focus on the strengths of being a highly sensitive person or empath and how you can use your trait to your advantage. Hi everyone, this is Kavita, Certified Empowerment Coach and Hypnotherapist, and you are listening to the Enlightened Heart Podcast, where we explore topics that empower HSPs and empaths to go from surviving to thriving in the world. I use my years of coaching, my personal experience, and my training to provide deep insights and implementable strategies to help you thrive. Hello, everyone. I am so happy that you are here listening to this podcast. And today, like I shared earlier, we are going to talk about, or I am going to talk about, some of your strengths of your trait, right? Of the strengths of being highly sensitive or an empath. And so, you know, often we compare ourselves to others and then we focus on what is not great about us, the challenges that we have. And so today I want you to start to really notice all the things that are positive. Okay, so I cannot cover all of it in one podcast, but I'm going to focus on several possibilities for you. So before I do that, I've had a few requests that listeners would love to hear a little bit more about my journey and what I've been experiencing through this pandemic and my practice and my life. And so I live in Northern California, and my parents, my sister, my brother, they all live in Texas. So I have not seen my parents for over a year. We do FaceTime them and call regularly, and that's created a little bit of a challenge. My sister has two sons that we're used to seeing more often and going on a vacation with, just like They spend a lot of time with my two boys, and so that's been a loss for us. Also, my brother has two little daughters. They're really small, and I've had to watch them grow up over, you know, videos and FaceTime and those types of things. And so just those few things, I mean, there are lots of other challenges, have created some sadness. I've also experienced some other things where people in my life that I thought were going to be there ended up not, and I'm sure that's happened to you. And the reality is when we start to change, that can happen as well. And if you listened to my podcast on the Corona Coaster, which was a couple episodes ago, then there are some strategies that I have used to manage not just the things I've mentioned, but the other things, right, that we're all dealing with. We have kids who are doing school from home, those of us that have spouses or partners and we're lucky enough to have them, and we didn't plan on being with them all the time. So those challenges, the difficult conversations, the changes in lifestyle, the lack of social interaction. So, you know, the list goes on. And so I just wanted to give you a little glimpse and not have this whole episode about me. So back to the sensitive trait, okay? So I want to start by reading a passage from a book that I will have the name in the resources for and the show notes for this podcast. 
The book is called The Strength of Sensitivity, Understanding Empathy for a Life of Emotional Peace and Balance. And it is by Kyra Messick. I think that's how you pronounce her name. And she starts off her book, I guess it's like a dedication. So I'm going to read you what she says because this sheds a lot of light and gives a clue as to some of our strengths. So she says, To the sensitive one, do not be ashamed of your sensitivity. It has brought you many riches. You see what others cannot see. Feel what others are ashamed to feel. You are more open, less numb. You find it harder to turn a blind eye. You have not closed your heart in spite of everything. You are able to hold the most intense high and the darkest lows in your loving embrace. You know that neither define you. Everything passes through. You are a cosmic vessel. Celebrate your sensitivity. It has kept you flexible and open. You have remained close to wonder. And awareness burns brightly in you. Don't compare yourself with others. Don't expect them to understand. So in this dedication, she talks about not being ashamed of who you are, right? And there are things that she call riches in there. And you're more open. You don't have a closed heart, right? So you're able to provide that deep listening and caring. And often you're the go-to person that people turn to when they need support. Okay, and so just some of the the things. And then later in the book, she talks about what she considers the new list of the traits of sensitivity. And I thought this was really cool, so I was going to read it to you. Number one, acute, sharp sensory processing. Number two is greater brain activity in response to stimuli. Three, powerful emotions. Four, Quick reactions by our nervous system. Five, strong autonomic responses in our body. Six, empathetic, conscientious, and compassionate. Seven, creative with an appreciation for art and beauty. Eight, very perceptive with awareness of energies from others and the environment. Nine, intuitive with good gut instincts. And ten, a love of nature. So these are traits that are positive. These are all things that we can use to our advantage as long as we can see them as positive. So if you look up online, you do a search, you'll most likely find a lot of information on the issues and challenges that being an empath can bring. The issues of being too sensitive and the world being too much. And often I myself will write blogs that can support empaths in managing stress, overwhelm, anxiety, and improving self-care. Right? But now let's focus on the positives. So that list is a starting point. I am going to focus on four amazing positives. So amazing positive number one. You can read a room and or people. So have you ever had the experience where you, you can walk into a room and you feel the energy into the spa- in the space that you're walking in? You can feel the tension if it's tense. You can feel the high energy. Or you can even feel like there's some low energy in the room. Maybe this happened when you walked into a meeting, a party, or even like a grocery store. Or, you know, maybe that you also felt like this was not a place for you to be. 
right? So you got that message. So this skill is not available to everyone. Not everyone can walk into a room and sense the energy that is dominant there. Okay. And so you can actually use this to your advantage. So first you can sense when it's time to stay in a room or it might be time to make an exit. So by leaving when appropriate, you're able to protect your energy. And if it's possible to leave the room, then you can leave politely or just take off. Now, if it isn't possible, you can use this information to help you function in the setting, right? So maybe you say, okay, well, there's some dense energy in this room, there's sadness, and I want to protect myself, right? So you can protect how you show up. You can protect how open you are. You can choose, you know, how off, how long you're there, if that's possible. There are strategies to energetically protect yourself, right? And I will talk about that in another episode. But, you know, you have the ability. This is your strength, right? So you can actually choose or being impacted by the room. And then when you're reading other people, you can tell if this is a person you can trust. Can you stay open to this person? And if you're not, if you're not feeling like you can trust this person, then you can shift the topic of conversation. Maybe you figure out a way to leave the conversation, right? Um, if a person, if you can sense that something's wrong in their lives, they're feeling sad, and you feel aligned that day, you can provide a safe space for them to talk about their sadness. And you, I can bet, know how to do that. You know how to open people up. Another positive thing of being an empath or highly sensitive person. And it is possible to listen to their sadness without taking it on. So make sure that you're setting that boundary, that energetic boundary. And it could be as simple as saying, okay, to yourself, I'm willing to listen, but I'm not taking this on. This isn't mine. Okay. So another thing is when you enter a room, you can use your intuitive sense. Who is the person in the room that I meant to talk to, right? There are people in the room that you might be attracted to speak to energetically, right? And that can guide your conversations. The only thing is to beware of energy vampires. So this is a quick tip that I'm going to give you, right? If you have a tendency to attract energy vampires, before you go ahead and speak to the person that you feel attracted to, you feel pulled to, really check in and make sure you're not feeling the pull to someone that is going to deplete you, okay? So if you want to learn more about energy vampires, I have a video, a quick vlog on that, and I'll put the link in the show notes. Another strength is that when you're in a conversation with someone, you can tell when they're lying. So this is very useful only if you trust yourself, right? In fact, you most likely have a very strong internal lie detector. As you are able to read people, you can take this even further right? To the amazing positive number two, you can sense what others need. Because another strength you have is some of you can feel what the other person is feeling. And even if you can't, if you're attuned, if you're paying attention, you can sense what they need, right? Because you're aware of subtleties in the environment. You can tell if they're not feeling great. And so you can tell when someone may be tired or need a hug, or maybe they just need someone to listen to. So this is an amazing positive. But just a quick tip, just because you are able to sense what others need, it is not your job to give it to them. 
Use your ability to read their energy and know where you are emotionally and energetically before you take a step to support someone else, okay? So one of the advantages of being able to sense what another person needs is that you can and have the ability to be a natural healer, coach, therapist, or medical professional. You can use your ability in any career or profession that works directly with people, And the level of support you can potentially provide is not readily possible for everyone. So you can use this strength to your advantage in your career, right? You can use this ability to help you with parenting, friendships, and other relationships. And another quick tip is that the drawback to being able to use this in parenting, friendships, and other relationships is I've heard from multiple clients and myself have felt this resent to people because I don't receive that same level of understanding, that same level of knowing what I need. So you actually have to communicate what you need to others, where oftentimes they don't have to communicate it to you, right? So just be aware of that. Also understand that this is your gift, right? So you must also be clear that you're not crossing your own boundaries of what you're willing to do and you're willing to honor yourself, okay? So amazing positive number three, deep spiritual connection can be a superpower. So if you're an empath, there's a good chance that you are spiritual by nature or a highly sensitive person. You have the ability to sense energy. You may also sense that there's a greater, higher power connecting all of us. So I just want to say that I'm not talking about a specific religion, and I'm really referring to the interconnectedness of all of us, the interconnectedness of the universe. So as a person with a deep spiritual connection, you are able to use this to support you through difficult times. You may also become a sort of spiritual advisor to others. Whatever you choose, you have a natural ability to have deep awareness and understanding of energy, the universe, and spirituality. You may even gravitate to learn more about different faiths and have a thirst to learn from spiritual masters. If you choose to enhance your spiritual connection, you will be able to do this naturally with a deep level of understanding. So this deep spiritual connection can be a source to help support you through difficult times. This can be a source to help others. You can and may serve as inspiration to others. I know I have used my connection to source to support me through this year and even before this year, the other challenges that I'm facing. I connect to spirit through the use of prayer, to the use of oracle cards, through the use of meditation, and even through the use of nature. So for some of you, your religion may provide this. For others, those things that I mentioned may provide this. Choose what resonates, okay? Positive number four, you are highly intuitive. Your intuition is a gift if you listen to it. Yes, if you listen to it. Because a lot of empaths and HSPs can distrust their intuition because they have been told their thoughts are odd or different or don't even make sense, okay? And since we have a deep need for belonging, over time, we may start to brush aside our intuitive guidance because we just want to be part of what others are. We want to think like others. We want to belong, right? And we become afraid to say what we're feeling because it may upset someone else. So your intuition can be a gift, and when you learn to follow it, it won't lead you astray. 
Okay, so learning how to trust your intuitive guidance may take some time and effort, but it's definitely worth it. And if you feel like you have not been following your intuitive guidance and you've been maybe ignoring it, you can start the process of strengthening this by using your body's wisdom as a guidance. Okay, so you can do use simple things like maybe choosing between two things that you were going to eat for the day and ask yourself what your body wants to eat. When you're going somewhere, which direction should you take, right? So if you go for a walk, well, which way should I go today? Okay. Or if um, you're choosing your next book, which book should I read today? What should I listen to today? Right? So the, there are many ways to start the process of strengthening your intuitive guidance. And I do have a blog to help you with that, using that to help you make aligned decisions. And I'll have the link in the show notes. Okay. So over time, as you do these little mini experiments with your intuitive guidance, you will learn to trust your intuition or your internal guidance. And a quick tip, just because you follow your intuition and things don't work out the way you want them to, doesn't mean your intuition was wrong. Know that there is and was something that you needed to learn on the path you took. So the key to being able to use your amazing strengths is to be in touch with yourself. You must accept who you are and even embrace it. So just so I can remind you of the four strengths we talk about or the four amazing positives. First, you have the ability to read a room and read people. Remember to be aware of energy vampires. You can sense what others need. You have a deep spiritual connection, you're highly intuitive. So you were designed this way and it is a gift and even a superpower. Okay. So use these things. And if all of these are foreign to you, pick one to focus on at a time, start to practice it or even notice it. Right. So, you know, as you're paying attention to it, you're going to notice more of it. Right. That goes with the idea of reticular activators or the idea of what you focus on expands right? So there's different ways to say that, but as you focus on it, it will become more apparent. Okay. So until next time, this is Kavita with the Enlightened Heart. Take good care. Bye. Thank you for joining us for the Enlightened Heart podcast, where we focus on issues that are relevant to support highly sensitive people and empaths to thrive in this world instead of just surviving. I created this podcast to support people like you and me. So if you are called, please take a moment to write a review because you are truly appreciated as a listener and I would love to be able to share this knowledge with others. Your review is like an invitation for others to join you. Until next time, take good care. Bye.